They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game, and they never got the girls in high school, and they just want to get the game. The snozzberries taste like snozzberries. <laughs> That's what you say, bro. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just form a fucking wall. It's easy to sum it up. We just talk about practice. We sitting in here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Spread it up. Welcome to Super Hooper's inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, Sean Hill. John, welcome. Wow, Matt. What's it like to do a pod? It's been a while for you. Hey, man. It's tough. It's tough. I was sick last week. I apologize. Can't you tell by my voice? I, I can tell. Sick. I was going to say something. Yeah. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, uh, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't osteoporosis. Whatever. It wasn't, uh, oh. <laughs> it wasn't, no, I was sick. It wasn't, it wasn't was withered sick. bones. It was real bad. Apparently, it, was, really it wasn't going to rain up. that week, so your bones ached. <laughs> no, none of that stuff. No, my body well, feels it? great, actually. My body feels great. It's uh, um, been doing a lot of stretches. I feel better than I've ever, never felt in my entire life. I wish I would have done these in my 20s. Who knows? I oh, could have been like, could have done something with my life if I would have stretched in my 20s, <laughs> stretched and done like daily exercises. So. But yeah, what, what kind of stretches are you doing? Well, there's this uh, pro surfer named Mick Fanning. Oh, God. And I got oh, a God. list of the stretches he does before he does every day. So it's like a seven-minute stretching routine. And then in, in addition to that, I do other like strengthening like ba- and balance stretches. So, you know. but, but like what are the stretches? Like are we – I don't know what they're called. I just got – I got a video of like what he does and then I just did the video. It's like I forget what – I mean I can bring it up. Hold on a second. Well, like is it like – all right. Are you, is it like – like know, a full body anymore. stretch is it like a yoga thing is it like it's a... like a it's like mostly like a yoga thing i'd say okay it's like so you're yoga-esque like... it's focused on flexibility and core and core strength it's all focused on core strength okay so you got like one you're like one you're on one knee and your arms are up stretched over your head leaning back kind of thing are you doing the scorpion are you flat on your back no, none of that flat, none, none of that, that. no none so of not... that it's mostly like it's mostly based around squatting and surfing's like oh. all about how well you can squat so it's mostly based on making sure you're like whatever hip abductors are strong and you can like squat uh, hip and like your and your and your flexible anyways what are we talking about what are we, we before the podcast i we talked about effective altruism for a while i know yeah yeah, you're you're so real uh, you're, my wife was rolling her eyes out of her head in the background yeah so yeah, i'm on your um, wife's side your your takes are luckily crazy. your takes are luckily, crazy people people called charles darwin crazy people yeah. called isaac newton crazy people called john von neumann crazy history be the judge i said let history be the judge i, I so. mean a lot of newton stuff was proven wrong you know what's and, crazy about Newton? You know what's <laughs> like no, no, no. Newton, Newton was mostly right. Newton was mostly right. But you know what people don't know about Newton? All the stuff you know Newton for, he did like in like a five-year span. And then the rest of his life, you know what he did for the rest of his life? What was that? He ran the British Mint. So he just oh. like he like just was like trying to get British money good. Like that's all. And he oh, he's spent the bulk. He's spent the I, bulk of a good his podcast life about that running the British Mint. Yeah. Hey, wait, have you heard the? have you listened to this podcast? Maybe. I think there's a Tim Harford podcast about it. Um, wait, I think that's, is it this I li- one? I, I listened to a long interview with somebody who wrote a biography of, uh, of, of Newton. So. No, yeah. hold on. Let me uh, look it up because uh, I believe it's the Newton one. So yeah, he. Um, who's the, who's the podcast by? It's like a, uh, yeah, it's called Newton's law. It, it's. 
like a reenactment that you know where they like someone plays his voice kind of thing oh okay but the show is really great because you're absolutely right so what happens is newton after he does all his like you know the apple falls from the tree right, right? Which, is, which has to be a true story and then he realizes oh gravity duh yeah right that's that's how we were taught in elementary school right yeah um for a long time the british mint uh they weren't having um there was no system to make money yeah so people would mint their own coins and that became a problem because there was a lot of fraud and people would be like oh here's a coin and then they'd be like dude you just fucking Mm -hmm. hammered that yourself yeah it's like a big deal how much silver is in this how much silver is really in this coin yeah yeah so he has to um like go ahead and like figure this all out and he has to deal with he becomes like basically like kind of like the fbi trying to stop these counterfeiters yeah, trying to stop people from like yeah and people used to shave silver off the coins they would shave yep. silver and then you do that a little bit little bit little bit and then you got a whole bunch of silver yeah it was a big problem it was a big problem yep. it's a big <laughs> big problem yep so you had to go after him but then he would like arrest people like he became like the law oh man yeah see this is a, there's a great movie like uh here where like newton is like chasing down uh counterfeiters and stuff yeah isaac newton uh money cop see the great recoinage was supposed to fix their problem. Yeah. Yeah. He's like one of those when they like re-denominate things or they everyone turns in their money. This happens every once. This just happened in India like a few years ago where everyone had to turn in their money. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's interesting though. People go look that up. People be interested. That's a good that. one. Newton's Law is the podcast on our iHeart podcast. But who's it by? Who's the podcast by? Um, it's just a whole podcast about that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a company, but it, it's like a, a recreation thing. So it's like, uh, let's see. Uh, my, no, omnewyorkstudio.com, I guess. Hmm, interesting. The... Yeah, here it is. Yeah, I found it. Oh, yeah. It's just a, a series on Newton. Anyway, okay. I'm definitely listening yeah, to this. Yeah, but this like, looks, like there's a guy great. that plays Newton's voice and they go yeah. around. Like, it's, it's like they're doing a lot of those. What do they call them? The drama, like podcast things? I haven't listened to that many. I mostly just listen to interview podcasts where some scientist or some social scientist comes on and they just get interviewed for like whatever, an hour and a half. That's usually yeah. that's usually the type of podcast I listen to. So Yeah. Yeah. Especially because there's not much super hoopers out anymore. Pretty boring. Pretty boring. Pretty boring. I've been doing yeah. a lot of music podcasts lately. Like the history Ooh, of, podcasts of albums. About, oh, those are those are always good. Those are always good. Um, yeah. Like Quest Love, Quest Love Supreme is very good. Cause he, okay. he, he will go deep down on like, I've been really going back to like the music I listened to as a kid, mostly hip hop albums and stuff, but like going back and like the nostalgia of them, like talking about making the album and remembering stuff like the, oh, like, yeah. oh always... and then there was, there was this guy who, who was on the track and you're like, oh fuck, I forgot that dude existed, you know? And like all those yeah. connections and. That's always fun. I really yeah, like. I know. I talked about this before, but I remember going back and listening to music I listened to in high school and thinking it was all terrible. Like, I can't believe I listened to this. This is all awful. So I we've been on a, that. the Patreon. The, the uh, Patreon was go- arguing about the 90s, and I will maintain. Oh, I will say, Matt, the 90s, were- the 90s fucking sucks. The big bands of the 90s are the worst. Like, they're all... I, I don't think any of them are that good. And I think most of it is just nostalgia. And I think for whatever reason, that particular period produced some of the worst, whatever popular rock music. So I 
100% agree with you, Matt. I, oh, the, page, the oh. Patreon's been popping. Look, I, oh. the Patreon's back. For those who oh, are not the podcast, on the Patreon, the podcast, get, get on. Get, get back on. The podcast's not back, but the Patreon. podcast's right. not back, but the Patreon. The Patreon is pop back. Pop it. I started it yeah. off. Most yeah. uh, Joe, Joe Borelli, uh, a, a fan of uh, man, a man uh, who lives in the nineties, who he's lives in the nineties, he's stuck in amber in the nineties. Yeah, he um, well, he was like thirty in the nineties, so like, he was yeah. hitting his prime. You know, he was right. he was hitting his you know his good years. Um, been drinking a lot of uh, a lot of spirits lately, letting us know. You have no, he has. I'm I'm so oh, right. Yes, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. off. I'm back on the wagon, and. Uh, he said, ask me anything. And I said, what is the most overrated 90s band? And then I forgot. Where, oh, I went to dinner. That's what it was. I went to dinner. So I couldn't check in. And I got back to like 300 messages right. as I was going to bed. And I read them all. And I will have to admit, you were, you were slaying the chat, Matt. You were, you were killing yeah. it. You were, you were, this, is, this is your like sweet spot. Right. Like, yeah. yes, taking down what, sacred like, cows. Taking down sacred of, cows. What, the, the thing that people people hold dear, I yes. will make fun of and destroy. Yeah, um, which, which, was the, like. which was the conversation people, we had before the pod, just, you know, like being, yeah, yeah, being a nice pod, person yes, and like helping people. I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, look, I there's some that. bad things happening in the world. And Matt was like, you're wrong. Everything's great. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I there's a lot, great. Of, like, uh, there's a lot say, of, a lot of bad things. I, I, I didn't say everything's great. I said there's harm inflation. A lot of times there's harm or worry inflation. The, the media runs on harm inflation where they try yeah. to make things uh, seem as terrible as possible. There's plenty of terrible things in the world, of course. You just got to go around. You just got to travel the world, you know? And as well, I yeah, did, you just got to go to Boston. You, know? you just got to go to Boston or, or Phoenix, oh, oh, which we'll get to, which we'll get to. We'll get to. But, but we're, let's we, talk about not finished ruining the 90s. No, 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 no. We got to ruin the 90s. We well, ruin my because my, the 90s. Matt went off and it was it was peak Matt. It was like perfect Matt, hilariously insulting to the core. It was so good. Uh, I just wanted to say bravo because I well, am, I agreed with everything you did, but I was going to bed, so I didn't respond. And in the morning, there was 50 million other. Messages. I need to I need to I need to pull this data. But what's what's fascinating is we. You know, now because of the way music works, we know what people like. And so, you know, reveal preference. People might say they like this, but, you know, you go to your Spotify, you put on what you like, you listen to what you like, right? And what's great about Spotify and whatever, any other streaming service you're using, you're pulling music from every era. So you're pulling, you can listen to anything. And so when kids grow up now, what's fascinating is kids don't listen to music from now they'll listen to some music from now but they'll they're they will pick and choose from all the different eras because they have everything available to them back when we were growing up we had to like buy a cd and it was like okay now i have this cd or the older people buy an album you know and you were very much stuck with what you had and you were very much stuck to like whatever the new releases were but now people could choose from all the different eras and you can see what people like so i would be fascinating to pull the data to see like like, you know, people ages, say, 21 to 30 who can listen to anything, grew up listening to everything. What eras hold up? What eras and bands really transcend time? And I would hazard a guess. I would hazard a guess. It is not the bands from the 90s. I would hazard a guess. It's like classic rock bands and probably early 80s bands. And, you know, some of your like mid 00s or something like that. But I would hazard a guess the kids are not actually listening to like 90s bands. By the way, also, just to clarify, I'm talking about 90s like pop music. I'm not talking about 90s hip hop. 90s hip hop is like a different. Yeah, yeah. That's like, that's, that's, a, that's a whole that's thing. A, that's a, that's a, whole that's a different thing. 
Yeah. That is a, that is a, that's it's that is the prime of it. I would, I that, would that, is, that is that is the classic rock of it. Like oh, that exactly. to me that of hip, is that's the like late s- '60s, early '70s. Yeah. That's your yes, your Beatles, yeah. your CCR, your Rolling Stones. That is the the height. Yeah, of and there's hip-hop. there's there's actually there's an interesting article by I think Holden Karnofsky. I think it's Holden Karnofsky. Anyways, he like looked at different genres and to see when the critical peaks are. And I think it's like 20 years after the thing is invented is when it has its critical peak and then it mm. tails off. And uh, I don't know why that is, but he find, he basically shows he goes through he goes through music or popular like rock music, like rock music, hip hop, jazz, video games, uh, movies, TV. And it's like they have this golden age and then it like tails off in quality. And I don't know. I don't know why that is. Maybe because like all the. You know, maybe there's like some big good ideas or whatever that are easy to find, but it takes a while for the thing to get going to attract the talent. And then the good ideas or the big ideas are easy to find or easy to make. And then like they sort of run out of good stuff. I don't know what it is. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it would make sense because after like all, all these things that come up come from the underground. Right. Yeah. Like that, that it, rock and roll was banned. Right. Hip hop yeah. was banned, and then you are getting it. You are the punk. Yeah, I mean, yes, the punk rock of it. But like, you are the underground, the voice of the people, and then eventually you become the voice of the corporation and the well, people chasing I, yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I and I think at some point there's a burden of history where you're going into the genre, and there are so many luminaries that you're kind of boxed in. Like you're you're constantly comparing yourself to like a luminary. And you can't help but like kind of take what they did or sort of like try to redo what they did. Yeah. Instead of blazing your own path and making something great, you know? So it's like whenever you're a great artist, like, you know, like whenever Dre is coming, like like Dr. Dre is coming in, he's not like, there's not, you know, there's like Grandmaster Flash or something like that. But Dre is like just making what Dre wants to make. He's not comparing himself to whatever the previous person is. Now, if you're going into whatever these fields are, you're like, oh, uh, I had to be better than this or, you know, I'm going to take that. And there's, it gets too self-referential and too, you know, you know, too worried about like where where you stack up. But when it's more open field, I think it's better. I, you know what, though? That's interesting. But I would also say I wonder how much the uh, lack of access and availability helps, right? Because that's one thing I've been reading a lot. Like I said, uh, I've been going back and listening to like not only listening but learning about like how the albums of the 90s were made. Like for me, uh, like Jay Dilla, I just read his book. It's called Jill- Dilla Time. It's really good. It's kind of also like you learn, it's like uh, don't meet your heroes thing where you kind of right. learn that, oh, Jay Dill was yeah. actually kind of like probably right. really bad to his wife and his, and his baby mama yeah. and probably like not the saint that, that he was, right? When you read the Allen Iverson book. Yeah, don't read the Allen Iverson book. Don't read the Allen Iverson Don't read a lot. Watch, yeah. watch some clips of him play. Watch some clips. That's it. Um, yeah. That kind of thing. But one of the big things, and this is what I really appreciated about it, is you realize the limitations that they had. And that's why genres of that time were so, I think, like, I think the, the scarcity made it better, right? Yeah. Like, th- like, think, like, if you're talking movies, like indie films back in the day, right? When you were like, no, you were shooting on the, like, Clerks. I rewatched Clerks. And you're like, no, my man had, like, 20 grand in credit card debt. 
and he was shooting on the ends of films, the shorts of it. So he only had one take. And like this shit had to be, you had to nail this in 40 seconds because that's all the film we have. You don't just get to roll forever, you know? And like with Dilla, it was like his sampling machine could only record 10 seconds. Like that was it. So then what they would figure out is like, oh, here's what we'll do. We'll speed up the record, the vinyl. We'll play it at 45, right? So it's super, super fast, at, all right? But then we'll get, instead of recording 10 seconds, we're actually getting 20 seconds of it. And then in, in the MPC, we'll slow it down. So it's like, I think those kind of things where you're like, you're forced in this limitation. And like you said, there's no one to really compare yourself to. You're inventing, you're, you're creating new stuff and it's like fun and fresh. And then you get to a place where everyone has a computer and everyone can download every sound and do whatever they want. And they're like, sample? Like, what? What do you mean you can only sample for 10 seconds? Like, that's fucking stupid. I can record across the state with five people for five hours and live stream it. You know what I mean? Like, I think you lose some of the yeah constraints, the purity I mean, of it. Yeah. Constraints leads to creativity. The more yeah. constraints you have, you, you actually gives you, uh, you know, a, a better jumping off point. It's like if someone tells you to write a story, that is a much more harder problem than if someone tells you to write a story about a mug. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, oh, I got to ask me about a mug. OK, all right. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the constraints are always actually, you know, oftentimes, you know, are are helpful in some way. So and I think that's to me why I don't like. 90s music i think 90s like rock was just like how do we not sound like 70s like classic rock like yeah. how do we do our own thing and that's why people like it but i think that's why to me it sucks no people like, like it people like it because they conflate they conflate when they were in their physical prime and they were having fun with the world being better or everything being better but it's like no nah, you were just like young and everything's better when you're young and so you think of the 90s, like, oh, I was young and I listened to this and I went to this party and I made out with that girl, you know, and it, but it's like, no, the music's actually not that good. Like, again, like if I took like a 15 year old and played them like a 90s band versus a 70s band, they're going to like the 70s band better. But that that's what I mean, though. I think they were like, yes, yes, because of who they were at the time. But I think also it was like, you're listening to like these grunge bands and you're like, oh, this is great because instead of singing like yeah, nicely, they're, they're like. They're mumbling and they're like, oh, this it's is different. sad boy. This is different. So I like yeah. it. And I'm 19. Yeah. So I want to be this thing, you know, or I'm 15. Yeah. Like this is this is rebellion against the main thing. But then you listen back and you're like, no, this is not real. Like the dude can't sing. Like this is not good. And it's no, just it's depressing. It's just depressing. It's you're just like a it's sad suburban kid. Yeah, it's, it's bad. All, bad. It's all that bad. music's bad. It's terrible. I, can't, don't I, I don't like it. any of it. I don't like yeah, only the only the only remotely good '90s band is so like I said, Sublime. 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 I was like on your take. I was like Sublime, best band. Oh, Sublime. Sublime and it. No Doubt. I like No Doubt. I oh, No Doubt. That was your other take that I thought was brilliant. Like No Doubt yeah. is, is criminally underrated. A criminally underrated. So many bands. Those albums. I would are say great. Sten. I would say Steph uh, or um, Gwen Stefani. Uh, yeah, go. Yeah, uh, she is criminally underrated. Because yeah, after No Doubt, her pops yeah, up she is had a bunch of bangers. Yes, yeah, pops up for it. But uh, but go back to No Doubt too. Listen to those bass lines. Tony Kamal, the bassist, the bass lines are fucking phenomenal. Like it's like they're so funky. So, anyways, and, and they used to make great videos. Oh, oh. best dude! Best. I watched uh, No Speak the other day. Don't it's speak. it's. I mean, don't speak. It's it's a beautiful short film. And to if my you point, turn the music off, if you turn the music off, you're just watching yeah. this and you're like, oh wow, oh. They're a band and they used to date 
and oh no, now she's getting the love because yeah. she's beautiful yeah. and now it's a problem. Wow, great story. But you, to my point, again, what are the Zoomers into? You go on the YouTube, type in don't speak, you will see a billion don't speak react videos where oh. it's like streamers are watching don't speak for the first time and their minds are being blown because it's like so incredible, you know? So I, I love the react videos. I will. So, all right. They're so, so good. People, uh, some of these things that have been innovated, amazing. The react videos. Yeah. They're oh, great. Yeah. yeah. So. That one. Um, there's one. Did you see the two kids that do? I think we talked about this on the pod. The two kids that listened to Phil Collins for the first time. No, no oh. but I'm sure it's great. What, what what is the one song in the Co night? I can feel it. I can feel yeah. it coming in there. When the yeah, drums yeah. come, da -da, there's, da -da, da -da. there's these like two little kids and they're like, oh, yo, my man's so fucking hard. That shit's tight. Like, yeah, it's pretty yeah. wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty yeah that song is great. That song is great. And also, not from the 90s, that song. Oh, so. man. I would say uh, Pearl Jam, most overrated band of all time. I fucking hate Pearl mm. Jam. Well, this would I I hate Pearl Jam as well. I think they're terrible. I don't think I don't think I've listened to a good Pearl Jam song ever. Um, no. I mean, I don't I don't think there's not a one. Uh, um, I also hate Nirvana though, so that's like a whatever. I think probably a more controversial take. Like, I don't think there's any good Nirvana songs. And I, I I was I was I was who was I talking about this with? It was like who benefited the most? Who benefited the most from dying young? Uh, I think no. I was talking a coworker, mm. and to me. Kurt Cobain would have been canceled like 40 billion times. Oh, over. like, or like who would have been canceled had they lived? You know, it's like Kurt Cobain would have been fucking canceled to the moon. Um, but because, you know, he unfortunately tragically passed away. Or Wait, does he have, suicide. I don't know. Any, does, does he have a backstory? Oh yeah. You want, there's a doc, oh, really? there's a, there's a Nirvana doc and there is some shady stuff that he gets up mm. to in that doc. Mm. And I would hazard a guess that there would be, you know, he would, you know, he would get up to more shady stuff had, had he uh, lived. So see, I, I have a, my thing about Nirvana is I agree that they're overrated as far as like everything, like the big picture stuff, but they do have some bangers. I will say, do it smells like teen, I smells like teen spirit will get me hyped. Oh, and, oh, and, oh, and their, and their unplugged album was pretty good. Here's a, I'll give here's it that. A, like, uh, I don't want to say I hate uh, no, everything about them. Their unplugged album, like the only good stuff on it are covers. Um, hey, hey, and, man, uh, hey. Where I can't then, say that about Pearl Jam. There's like literally nothing. Oh, there, that's true. Pearl Jam nothing. has ever done that I'm like, yo, this this banger. But like, if yeah. Smells Like Teen Spirit comes on, I'll be like, and the fact that they, uh, you know, motivated and inspired Weird Al. So like I, I can't hate on Nirvana too much this, because this this would be you know, my most controversial take. Okay. I would rather listen to Weird Al's version of Smells Like Teen Spirit than oh. Smells Like Teen Spirit. Very that fair. Is, I, that is very I, fair. That is, <laughs> man, this is podcast is like I we're saying all sorts of wild stuff. No one's here, is here to push back on it. This is no, too no, this is great. This is the old Dave, days. This is the good old days. Dave were here. If Dave this, were here, we would be. This is podcast roasted. one. This is this is we're taking it back to the original first ever podcast. It was just John and uh, John and Matt just going off. There was a comedian. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? You've seen him before. Uh, he's in like he was in the Sarah Silverman show. Um, big dude, Brian Posehn. And, yes, Brian Posehn. He was like uh, I saw him at a show at UCB, and he was like, "This is really weird." I'm I'm. Uh, it was a Christmas special fundraiser day, and he was like, "I never told a joke where the subject of the joke." was literally sitting in my, in the audience in front of me. And he was like, I have a child and I don't know when to introduce them to the real song 
or the Weird Al song. <laughs> he was like, should I play my kid a song and then the Weird Al? Or should I just play my kid Eat It by Weird Al for 18 years until he goes to college and he goes to a party and then Beat It comes on and he goes, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I would say nine times out of ten, go with the Weird Al version. So good. He's so yeah. good. He's so yeah. good. He's yeah. great. So, so I can't hate on Nirvana that much. But like, who, who are the Alice in Chains, Stone Temple terrible. Pilots, Soundgarden, terrible. Soundgarden, garbage, trash. Smash. Here, here's every ninety. Three song. good songs. Here's every every ninety song. John, that's literally yeah. literally audio slave. What you're singing, that is a actual audio. You know that song, Like a Stone. That is- give, give me a topic. Give me a topic. I'll oh, the record is stopped. The record stopped. Hold on. Oh, God. Didn't stop on my quick time. Oh, okay. Me, no, sorry. My is singing it, was too my, good. But, oh, it's my mic. My mic is, is going. Oh, this is the mic. My right. singing was too much. All I right. wish they unplugged Stone Temple Pilots, mic. I think they're from Orange County, so no, I have to sort of defend them, but they're terrible as well. So um, Orange County. I think so. Well, their video, one of their videos oh. is shot in Huntington Beach. One of their videos is like them playing in the water, like right outside where I grew up. But anyways, um, all right, let's talk NBA. Let's talk Let's talk NBA. We talked enough. We have enough controversial takes, I think. Yeah. This far. Wait, wait till we get to um, these takes. Ime Udoka is the Oof. big news. Oof. The big news. And so it comes out, I think, on Wednesday that... The Celtics are considering, but Woj drops a tweet like he gets, he's very vague, but it's like the Celtics are considering um, suspending him for a year for some unnamed infraction. Then Shams comes out and it was a consensual affair with a staffer. Mm. Then the Celtics then come out with the year suspension. And then Shams comes out with an article that says it was not necessarily like there was something happened later on, like harassment or untoward advances. It started consensual. Started consensual, but then something else happened. Um, nobody, at least I haven't been on the internet yet. So uh, at least in my mind, that's all we know at this point. Yes. Is there something else we know? So. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of actual research for this, Ooh, listening to a lot okay. of podcasts. I would say I'm actually the most prepared I've been for a podcast. Wow, because I, I would say I don't know how you can be prepared for the story because we don't know anything about it. So enlighten us. <clears throat> so... Prepared as in listening to other people talk about it. But what seems to be happening is, and there's a lot of like weird, the whole thing's all fucked up. Like, let's just call it what it is. It's all messed up. But um, it seems like, so in July, this thing came out. And yeah, they were made aware. I think the the woman made it aware to the the, the Celtics that something's going on. Celtics hired a law law firm, firm which is what companies do. This is the thing that people have to realize that most people on the internet don't. Uh, This isn't the first time this type of situation has happened. Oh, yeah. So apparently. Uh, And if you work at a large corporation, which not everyone does, so it's fair, you might have reservations if you, if you're a guy that like works at a restaurant you're like what up whatever uh we hook up all the time like great yeah yeah but as someone who literally just took a uh two two hour or two one hour hr training things like mm. they're very explicit about these kind of relationships and how this works mm-hmm. right and I agree. yes so celtics find out the situation 
they know it's going to be messy. Step one, you're involving high level people. And, you know, uh, Udoku is one of what third in charge kind of thing, right? Outside of the owner, basically the owner, Brad Stevens and him. And uh, if you're having a relationship with someone that isn't above you, you got to report it. And it seems like they didn't. So they hire a law firm and the law firm looks into it. And of course, they're going to say, let's suspend, like media day is coming. They need to do something for that. Right. So what you do is you suspend them for a year. Well, I think the law firm finished their report. I think that was the kind of the impetus for this. I think they turned the report in on Wednesday. They turned the, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so what you do is step one is you suspend him for a year and then you figure out a way to get rid of him. Yeah. Because you can't have him show up on Monday at media day having this situation and you don't fire someone instantly. And this is, and everyone's like, oh, well, what's the big deal? Like why suspend him for a year if you're not going to fire him? No, he's done. Yeah. He's done. He's never coming back, guys. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah. We went through this with Brian Colangelo. Yeah. Remember they suspended him and then yeah. everyone's like, oh, why is he not fired? It's like, well, because he has a lawyer. The other people right. have lawyers. You have a lawyer yeah. and you don't just fire someone right away. Yeah. Exactly. You say, hey, you, you go in the corner so you can no longer do any more harm. We, right. we got the report and we said, okay, we found out something bad is happening. So we paused it. From now on, no one, everyone stops. You can't sue us from now because we have tried our best. We said he is not allowed to be around here. Right. Then we figured out, we talked to his agent, we talked to his lawyers, we figured it all out. He's never coming back, folks. It was never a one-year suspension. It was, we were going to pause on this because he's fired. Yeah, and I think, I assume what happened was they were like, okay, whatever it was must have been really bad because, you know, to merit the year suspension, which I think you're right, this is just a year suspension where they try to figure out how to get rid of them. Yeah. Um, And then also... It seems like all the people who sort of know are, are alluding to like, oh, this is really bad. Like there's that Matt Barnes. Have you seen oh. the Matt Barnes? Thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, oh, yeah. So by the way, Matt Barnes, who, you know, is not like, uh, I, I don't know, he's not, uh, you know, he's not, um, you know, he's not a, a, a shrinking violet. Like he, you know, he's seen what he's seen, you know, he's. Oh, yeah. You know, he's he's so, in. He's plugged in. And he was defending Udoka when At first. first stuff happened. And then he's like, oh, I found out about it and it's really bad. And yeah, I'm not going to defend him anymore. So it's like, oh, if no. he's like. It's really bad. It's oh, really it's, bad. So you have Bill Simmons on his pod saying that basically he knows it's bad. Yeah. Zach Lowe brought on Ramona and did the same thing. And Zach right. was like, uh, this is this is bad. And yeah. like hinted everyone is here's the thing. Every reporter knows, right? Everyone knows right. what happened. Mm-hmm. The problem is no one wants to be the one to say, make, say it because right. it's messy. Like it's, yeah. it's people's family. Like there is going to be multiple families very, very hurt about this. Right. Like just like even right now, like people are dragging Shams and Woj. I don't, I think it's less Woj, but definitely Shams about it for saying that, oh, this was consensual. He kind of leaked something that, which clearly came from Odoku's camp. Yep. Early yeah. being like, Hey, yeah. Hey, Hey, yes, I will not be there Monday. And right. also like people complain that Woj tweeted this without the whole story. It's like, no, man. That's news. If a coach isn't going to be there on Monday, like yeah, I don't understand you know, people are people are so mad about. It. It's like the, the 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 law firm turned in the report, and the Celtics were going to suspend him for a year. Like yeah, that's that's, that's news. We're like, not he's gonna not going to be there Monday. You have like, to. It's not going to be. It's going to come out whether it comes out Monday or whether it comes out Wednesday. It doesn't matter where when it comes out because we still there's no details. So there's no, no details. details Wednesday or there's no details Monday. 
Yeah. Like it, it, there's no version of this where we get all the details and everything's like copacetic. It's like you spend it for a year. We're not getting the details in, in, until the details leak. And so I don't, and in, I don't know what there's like nobody who's like, there, I don't see what people's problems are outside of Udoka, whatever Udoka did that, that is terrible. But it's like the Celtics, they investigated it. They put, they suspended him. The reporters found out about the suspension, and the reporters reported the suspension. I don't. I, what is like I, the I don't only know what people thing are supposed to do? The, and I agree with that with Woj because people are dragging him for like, oh well, if you don't know what it is, don't say it. It's like, well, I don't know. If LeBron James is missing tomorrow's game and no one knows why, you still report like, hey, LeBron James not here tomorrow. Missing tomorrow's we, game, I, and no we, one knows we why. don't know why. No one knows why. That's yeah. that's it. Uh, I think what Shams did was wrong because he clearly put out one side of the story. Where he's like, mm-hmm. he's being suspended for a consensual relationship, where it right. seems to me that he didn't really do the fact checking. And it's clear yeah. because now his follow up article was like, well, yeah, okay, so it was it was consensual, but now it isn't. So clearly, you know, Doku's team was like, hey, this is going to come out. Let's get ahead of it and make sure yeah. people don't think I, you know, sexually assaulted someone or yeah. eat up some, you know, or whatever it is, like anything bad. I didn't murder anyone, you know, but yeah, the truth's going to come out. But the Matt Barnes thing, yo, Matt Barnes, I watched the video like 10 times yesterday. And so he came out, he, he was on, he was basically like, yo, um, people cheat all the time. People hook up all the time. It's not a big deal. You shouldn't be suspended for a year. Then he makes an apology video being like, listen, I am now part of the media and I got it wrong, which I respect. And he was like, I yes. went and found out what really happened. And then he goes, yo, it's fucked up. Like, he's like, oh, he's like prayers to the family. I'm like, you are fucking Matt Barnes, dog. You once drove to beat up Derek Fisher. Right. You said violence is not the answer, except sometimes it is. And now you're shook? Yeah. This is like, like, Matt, this would be like if your father-in-law came back and was like, Matt, don't go in there, man. That's a bad, that's a bad situation. You'd be like, oh, fuck. This is really bad. Like right the up. fish are extra rotten if your if your father in law isn't e- eating. Oh yeah, it, right? oh yeah. People don't you know, know like, about that since I haven't potted. But yeah, my oh, yeah. father in law. People on the chat know. Yeah, he brought back like eighteen fish from from Cambodia just in his bag. So yeah, yeah. So if he was like, "Hey, don't eat that fish," you'd be like, "Yo, man, something, something's eat- up." Oh, and by the way, he okay. So yeah, so my father in law brings back these eighteen fish, right? And then he has this whole net contraption that he's drying them, and puts the net contraption outside. The raccoons get into it. Oh, right. no. Oh, no. He brings it back inside. Did he burn down, did he burn down your neighborhood? Is the neighborhood burned down? <laughs> no, no, no. Hunting these raccoons. He brings it back inside, and my wife's like, I don't know if you should eat that. Like, the raccoons, like, got into it. He's like, it's fine. <laughs> he cooks it up. Eats, it. <laughs> Just eats this rat, the raccoon leftovers. Anyways, sorry. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. This... So Matt Barnes basically knows what happens, and it is like, this is really bad, which is even more... There's so much more suspense now because now it, it it makes it even like what the hell's going on. Right. So have you been able to figure out what the hell's going on? Do you have any? I, I, I don't have. Here's the thing. There were some early rumors, but I don't know. it. I will say this. It also hasn't been. I don't like. I don't like speculating. Mm. Okay. There's been we a lot of speculate. Well, I will speculate sometimes. Look, I don't like mm-hmm. doing a lot of stuff, and I still do it, Matt. Oh, right. I mean, of course, yeah. Okay. I don't like, I don't well, like working out and get my body is in peak yes, condition. Peak that condition, happens. right? I don't. Here's the thing: I don't like speculation when it's actual individuals that you're talking about. Like, like there's been a lot of people that have like taken the Celtics like staff photo 
and then looked at the women there and then gone into their LinkedIn and then DM them because people like these women have, have come out and said it and been like, like, I don't think that's fair. Right. Cause you're right. just like, like, you're just, this is like, you know, the Boston bombing again, right. You're just finding someone and saying like, I think this person is guilty and I'm going to try to ruin this person's life. Like, I don't think that's fair. There has been some videos where you see like Odoku like touch a staffer mm. that's like, a little like, ooh, mm-hmm. that's a, uh, you're, you're touching someone like you've touched them before. Right. Mm. I won't name names, but there's a, there's been a couple of those videos floating on the internet. Okay. There's this like, uh, it might've been someone's wife rumor out there. Someone high up in the corporation. But none of this is like, to, so what? none of what's being speculated about is rising to the Matt Barnes and saying, wow, this is fucked up. Like. You know, well, somebody sleeping with someone else's wife who's high up. That to me still is at the level of like, OK, that stuff kind of happens all the time. Well, the owner so. said that there was multiple violations. So there could have been a right. couple. Right. And if you got a senior vice president's wife pregnant, that could be a big thing. It could mm-hmm. be messy. Right. I would say that. Well, and then also we got to add in. We have to add in the harassment too. We have to add in whatever the what harassment or non-consensual is. element that happened later on too. So I think if there's a, I I would say Matt Barnes made me feel like there might be some kind of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like when he's like, "Yo, I pray for the families." Like that ain't just like some random like VP. Like usually when you pray for the families, it means children are involved. Okay, all right, well, right? Wouldn't you say? Is that? I think, is we're, that... I think we're. I think we're speculating too much now. We might know. be speculating would, too much. I don't know. Matt Barnes threw a wrench in it last night, so I'm. I, maybe I'll dial it back. I don't know. Maybe. Dial it back. Dial but back. Um, not a. Uh, overall, well, not good. Not good. Not good. Um, um, not good internet. Not good. <laughs> team. Say, not good. Everything. I would say whatever it is must be bad because people were like, "Well, what's bad enough to get suspended for a year, but not bad enough to get fired?" And I, I would respond like you responded, where it is a firing, but they can't fire him. It's like yeah. they can't. You don't want to fire somebody because of like the legal mess it entails and then the money and all that stuff. So what must have happened is like, this is really bad. They go to him and he's like, I'm not resigning. Because usually yeah. what happens is they go to them and the person then resigns, right? Yep. He must have said, I'm not resigning. So they're like, great. All right, we got to spend you for a year while we while we figure this out, while we yeah. try to get you to resign, we'll figure out how we can fire you without having to pay you all your money. You know, yeah. that, that they're going to they're gonna settle. They're 100% yeah. going to settle. What a, I mean, like, they're going to part ways to me. Yes, exactly. But to me, like if we want to bring this back to basketball, I look at the Celtics and I'm way under on the Celtics. because oh, I like this. Because whatever Udoka did, Udoka was a fantastic coach. Like Udoka, like he figured that team out last year, got them to the finals. Like he was a great coach. Like I don't, I, it seems like whatever he did is bad enough where he won't be a head coach again, but you know, whatever. You know, he'll be back. On he'll be back. He'll be back. Exactly. Well, it depends, it depends on what it hey, is. Hey, Jason Kidd made it back. Well, that's true. That's true. I, I think, yeah, in like five years' time. It's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He'll be an oh, assistant yeah. somewhere. He'll he'll take some time off. He'll be an assistant somewhere on some G League he'll grow. team. He'll grow. Uh, well, he'll make his way back. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Um. There are some things you can't come back from, so we'll see. Um. But anyways, good coach. They replace him. It's a weird situation. You know, who knows? That's never good. But also, Jalen Brown has, like, been making noise. Like, he's not really that happy. Like, like you know, he was in the Durant trade talks. 
He's been in trade talks before. He's also posted stuff where he basically seems like he's like, you know, whatever Kyrie jr. Now um, in terms of like his conspiracy theory type beliefs. And so he doesn't seem happy there. He seems like he wants out. And so like the, the dish, the, the, the team doesn't seem very cohesive to me. And I don't trust whatever their new coach they're going to bring in to like Udoka could, could hold that thing together. Like by like leadership capabilities, Whoever the new coach is, yeah, I guess they're high on him, but um, he's never I don't been a an assistant or a head. He's never yeah, he been. Never what sat, do they call like sat, a sat never, on the bench? Yeah, he never sat on the front of the bench, which is and like whatever. he's got his own pass too. Right. Yeah, but I mean, like, it seems like he's you know people people should be able to get redemption. Like, it seems like I he, agree with that. He made some mistakes when he was young. And then, you know, he took some steps in his life to correct it. I mean, like people, people like in these age basically want to take what you did at 15 and say, that's who you are for the rest of your life, which in some cases it is. In some cases, what you did is indicative of overall character flaws, but people do change if people are able to, you know, people, we have to have some path for people to come back from transgressions where it's I, like, I, okay. I, I 110 million percent believe that I, I absolutely do. Um, and, and more power to this guy if he, if he, you know. From yeah, what I read, it like... seemed like he, he was an alcoholic. He went through rehab yeah. and he fixed his life and yeah. things are good. Uh, also, though, not necessarily the best look, though. No, I unfortunately, no, no, I mean, but you can't be like, hey, man, like, <clears throat> all right. So we have an incident with our coach. We can't tell you what it is. It's really bad. Um, so we're going to replace you with, with this guy, guy who, who's never coached before, who, who also, who also has, has has incidents, yeah. multiple incidents. Uh, yeah. It's like, what? What? Uh, what's going on? You know? Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, but like once again, uh, work for Jason Kidd and the Dallas Mavs. Right? The lost, Mavs no, have a women problem at their office. What do they do? They hire Jason Kidd, who is. But like, I would like, say there's a little bit of difference too, because I don't know if Jason Kidd ever sort of like took responsibility and really, you know, tr like tried to, you know, I, it seems like he's also fixed his issues. It seems like he also had an alcohol problem. Um, but it seems like this guy, you know, made actual steps to like reform his life. But yeah, anyways, this guy. This also, guy. It's, I think I, again, I think what are the Celtics going to do? Like, I think he was like the next in line. I think because they lost, they lost their lead assistant to Utah. Like Utah yeah. hired their like you know the number two person over to Utah, and at this late, you're not going to. As a oops, sorry, John. Dude, my mic. On, Mike. You need a new USB cord. They yeah. USB no, I agree with that. They also. <clears throat> I forgot who it is, but Boston has a very interesting other f assistant that used to be a former player. Who was it? It was like one of these things where I saw that he was an assistant on um, their team, and I was like, oh, that's in interesting. Oh, well, now I'm Googling Celtics coaching staff, and it's probably the wrong – like now I'm probably looking up – Oh, now you're looking at the you're John. Now, you're now I'm doing now it. Now I'm doing staff it. pictures. <clears throat> now I'm looking John, at the pictures. John, no, don't no, be no, the no. bad internet person who's looking at the staff pictures. Leave them alone, John. Oh, Damon Sottlemyer. Oh, that's it. Yeah, he's an assistant there, and I was like, oh, good for good for Damon. Good for Mighty good for, Mouse. Good for him. You know, like good. Okay, that was the one. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right. Good to see you're doing. You're, you know, you're on the coaching path. I never would assumed he would be a coach. Yeah, no, he does not seem that. But I mean, he, he sort of matches. The, usually, the coaching profile is undersized point guard, so he matches that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but he used to ball out, man. No, it's usually, it's, yeah, you. But yeah, usually, it's not a star. Usually, the people who become good head coaches are, um, you know, not former stars. They're guys who had to sort of get by on like their, you know, whatever work ethic and like knowledge. Yeah. Well, he so. five, okay, five ten. 
He was the rookie of the year. Yeah, 95. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he half fits the profile. I see that. Okay. Um, let's see. What other topics? We can move on from Udoka. Wow. Take, take the, so, take so the Celtics. look, hey. Take the Celtics under. I hope everyone's all right. Um, but also, I love watching the Celtics fail. It's yeah. Just, no, it's it is. So, it's so it is, good. It's delicious. It's, so it's delicious. So good. Um, the, uh, let's see. What else? What else? Sarver. Selling the so team. Sarver, Sarver selling a team. The Sarver, I don't know if you, I didn't hear, listen to your conversation. The one thing that I found interesting about the Sarver situation, um, and this is from Ethan uh, Strauss, was that basically the rumor was Iger wants to buy the team. So Iger wants to buy the Suns. As soon as he former becomes- Former head of Disney, right? Former head of Disney. As soon as he leaves Disney and, and, and is therefore eligible to buy the Suns, that's when the ESPN article comes out. Oh. Um, also, who's Iger good friends <clears throat> with? Chris Paul. Who's the first mm. player to say Sarver should sell the team? Chris Paul. Who's who's Iger also good friends with? LeBron James. Who's the second mm. player to come out? And so it's a little bit of a conspiracy theory that, that basically Iger set this up so he could buy the team. And now the rumor is he doesn't have enough money to buy the team. Yeah. But what I will say, what is interesting about the Sarver situation to me is it feels like he's a... Um, he's a guilty man who's also been framed and like it feels mm. to me like he's 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 so he's adnan the... he's adnan yes 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 he's like he's well, been we're set up. talk about that too he's he's <laughs> been set up but he's also guilty like he's he's like a terrible owner yeah. shouldn't own the team like seems like the worst ran this like really hostile environment that every no, no one likes him he's a dick should run the, should have a team all this stuff um but he's also being set up. Like it feels to me like there's a lot of like I just when I like look at this whole situation, it feels like there's a lot of strings being pulled to like get him out. Like the outrage is being weaponized to to get him out. But that being said, he's also guilty. It's like it's like you're living in a neighborhood where everyone's murdered their wife. It's like a street where everyone's murdered okay. their wife. It's weird, weird, weird take. Okay, and there's somebody who wants to buy the house, okay. and. They like kind of look around and they're like, that's the house I want to buy. The house I want to buy is that, you know, the, the, the nice house. So then they go to the police and say, this guy murdered his wife, you know? And the police are like, oh, he did murder his wife, you know? All right. And they take him out and you could buy the house now. Now, you could do that with any of the people on the street. They've just chosen this particular one because they want his house. So in my metaphor, it's like you could fight, you know, like all the owners are, you know, at some point, you know, have some sort of skeleton in their closet. Sarver not being singled out because he does seem like he's worse, but it just feels like it, it just feels like we're sort of being played. Like this was a whole, like, you know, somebody is placing this. And even uh, Bill Simmons said this, where it's like, you know, silver can't get it, force him to sell the team. Yeah. Like, legally can't force him. They do the year suspension. And then Chris Paul comes out. Then LeBron James comes out. Then the head of the players association comes out. Then the minority owner comes out. The, the minority owner, who by the way stands to gain gain a lot yes. by the by the team yes. being sold, he yes. bought in. He bought in at 2008 when the when the values were yep. at their lows. Then the sponsor comes out, and then Bill Simmons was like, "The next person who was going to come out was Michael Jordan." Michael Jordan was going to be like, "You got to sell the team." So it feels like, again, a guilty man, but it feels very orchestrated as to you know he's he he it was he was chosen to be run out, not necessarily, and not it's not necessarily that he shouldn't be run out. But I just I sort of am reacting to that to the fact that I feel like I'm being played. I don't know or manipulated. <clears throat> manipulated maybe is a better word. I mean, I I feel like this was almost kind of the same way that uh, it happened in like Atlanta, right? It was like people wanted certain people out, 
And so yeah. they push. I think this is a case of Sarver not having the friends. Yeah, it's to me. You know it what I mean? Like, exactly, it's, it seems like the outrage was weaponized, and and again, it's not necessarily you know it's too too like a good end. Yeah. But it. I, don't, I, don't I think people I don't, were waiting for him. People wanted him out. Yeah. And people were waiting for it, and <clears throat> there was an opportunity there. And everything he did is true and bad. I mean, look. The article came out. Right. He was like, do an investigation. I dare you. I'll 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 do it. And then they did it. And he was and like, oh, confirmed fuck. the article. Yeah. And he is a bad, terrible person. Right. And a lot of the stuff I've I've since read more about it um since we potted last week. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this was actually like really, really bad. What he what he said about women being pregnant at the office and the long history of, of uh, that and how he was treating staff members and things like that. Like, yeah, no, he had a very hostile environment, really right. bad. And like, I, look, but I, and, and like, like you said somebody, though, like, ah, it was kind of the same thing as the Dallas with, Maverick stuff. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But it the difference is Mark yeah, Cuban it, is it, connected. It felt, yeah. It <clears> felt like a bunch of powerful people got together in a room and said, we need Sarver out. How are we going to do that? And they said, all right, well, first thing we're going to do is we're going to get Baxter to Holmes and do a story. After that, we'll do, you know, we'll do an investigation. After that, we won't be able to get him to sell the team. We'll give him a suspension. After that, we'll have, you know, we'll organize a public outrage campaign by having key voices, you know, say, say, say. and so it just, it, and maybe that didn't happen. Maybe this is all organic. It just, uh, and I, I'm fine with the outcome. I'm totally fine with the outcome, fine with him being, selling the team. It just, that's just sort of like, I just feel like, you know, there are like some bigger forces at work. But I, mean, I don't know. The end result's good. Look, yeah, hey, you know, hostile workplaces. Me personally, um, you know, the you only create hostile, them. Yeah, the you only create well, them. no, I mostly work from, but I, I, I've worked in the most hostile workplace, which of course is the ocean, um, as a <laughs> lifeguard. So, can't, but unfortunately, you can't force Mother Nature to sell. You can't force Mother Nature out of there. You know, you can't force uh, it to make waves. Sometimes you know, it just it just right. stops making waves. Hey, that's what happened yesterday. I tried had multiple windows to go surfing too flat no waves to go surfing and so i just wow. had to there's zero people in the ocean there was zero people you mm -hmm. go i went on the surf line cams and there was nobody out there because there was no waves to be had um anyways uh i guess i i, I all i'm all i'm saying was what's interesting about the story is there does seem to be a conspiracy aspect to it i i think people were ready to push him out and when they saw the opening yeah yeah, yeah. like if you're the minority owner and you're like hey if this guy goes and they sell this team for four point seven billion dollars, oh, that's another. I'm thing. going to make a shitload of money. That's another. That's another thing I wanted to ask you. Bill Simmons said it's going to sell for like four point three, four point seven, or something like that. Yeah, because the Suns is like whatever a unique one of the marquee <clears throat> teams or whatever. Which <clears throat> I'm like, is it? Uh, I guess so. They never won anything. Um, Phoenix is not that great of a city, but he's like, oh, it's close to the nice cities. Yeah. Um, I if I have ten, imagine I just give you ten billion dollars. Imagine me and you. Thank you. Thank you. Ten. We're we're ten. We have ten billion dollars. All right. I would we're donate it to the people. Effective all the world. Effective first altruism. of all. First of all, I would all. take whatever nine point five of it. Yeah. Donate to effective altruism. Yep. Um, I'd buy. No. <laughs> I'd buy Jordans for a lot of unfortunate. I people. buy Jordans for myself. Uh, I buy a Toyota Supra for myself, but then I buy a Toyota Supra for, you know, uh, some people in Sri Lanka. Um, buy, yep. 
Uh, no, but what I was going to say is I don't think I'd want to own an NBA team anymore. Like I don't people oh. because, because Bill Simmons is like, Oh, like Joe Lake, if he owns the warriors and it gets him into these rooms and people are liking him. I'm like, yeah, for now, but it seems at some point people turn on you and it becomes like a massive headache. Like, I don't want to be James Dolan. Like James Dolan without the Knicks is much more fun than like, than, you know, uh, than James Dolan's with the Knicks or he goes into a bar and people boo him. People don't like him. It just seems like, I, I don't know. I, I would not want to own a team is what I'm saying. I'm surprised people want to own teams still. I, I kind of agree. I think here's the thing. I think it's your personality type. Like, I think like, I think, Mark Cuban at the height of ownership was probably the best time of his life. Right, He's, but now no. But now, now no. But now, 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 Mark, now Mark Cuban gets in the room and they're like, "Oh, do you know Dallas had all these scandals and you know he <clears> didn't? <throat> yeah, he didn't. He didn't know about it. You know, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, at the height, like back in the day, it was like, "Oh, look at Mark Cuban. He's like cool." But now yeah. it feels like you're just you're much more likely to get in a scandal that's going to make people not like you, then like you're going to win a championship. And if you want a championship, no one, they, you know, people like the, like rightfully so give the credit to the players. Like look at the owner of the Celtics, Rick Grosbeck. He's got to deal with this Udoka situation. He's got to be the face. He has to go talk to the media about the Udoka situation. To me, it just seems like a more a bigger headache than it's worth. And maybe that's just my personality where it's like, I just want to be left alone. So. I, I agree with that. I do like being left alone. I mean, I remember guys like Pat Croce of the Sixers. Like, that must have been a fun time. For that kind of personality. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't get it. Yeah, if you're just like a miserable fuck that doesn't that wants to be left alone, I'd probably stay left alone. I, what I would do is I would just buy the front row tickets. That's what I'm saying. What I'd is be the a, difference? I'd be, I would be the Michael Rubin of it. I'd be the minority yeah. owner that doesn't have to deal with all the bullshit. Yeah. Exactly. That is like, I still get all the tickets. I still yeah. get rich when I eventually sell in five or six years yeah. when when I decide to start a fanatics thing and and fucking money launder through there. Like, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. Like, like if you have if you if you have ten billion dollars, you you love basketball, buy courtside tickets, and then maybe oh you want to play like fantasy GM where it's like you if you're the owner you get to do this and this and this. Well, you're a billionaire. Like, I'm sure the GM will get dinner with you. I'm sure you can, like, talk to the GM or the basketball people, and we could talk shop, and you could, like, share your ideas. Like, it seems to me you can do all the fun stuff as a regular rich person or as, like, a minority minority owner, like one of the small minority owners, I was, without yeah. having the ha headache as, like, oh, great. You know, you know, someone's going to look into, you know, what my business is doing. And maybe I don't know everything my business is doing. Like, like if you, if we believe Cuban, he doesn't, he, he didn't know, or, you know, they're going to look into like whatever, something I did, you know, whatever X number of years ago. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I like the celebrity ownership stuff. Like uh, what the Jay-Z like, or yeah, the Jay-Z Will Ferrell owning uh, with LAFC. LAFC. Like he just gets to show up on the Jumbotron. He gets treated like a King and he probably put in like, 500 yeah. grand like he probably, probably didn't even put well, in that much money if i'm actually if i'm a billionaire what i actually buy is the world surf league i buy the entire oh, sport the of surfing and i thing. and i and i blow it out i take it to another level you take uh, it to another level yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but, i don't think yeah i don't think i'd be owning a team i think i'd be but I'd just apparently be but apparently we're wrong i mean apparently we're wrong because bill simmons knows a, he will never underestimate the desire for rich white people to want to buy and trade other human beings like i think that's part of it i think i think there's a power to them where they're like i can own a human being well there's uh, only on a contract well, I, I, I think <laughs> i think that's part I, of something I, that they I, love as an economist these things are um they're anti-competitive there's only 30 of them like mm -hmm. And so that's 
that's what we call monopoly 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 situation and monopolies are always inefficient and like terribly run because like there's no competition like you're never going to lose you're never going to be so bad and so incompetent that you lose your franchise like i mean the, that the nba kicks the franchise out of the league you know that you might if you're a horrible person like robert sarber you might lose it like that but i mean like there's the 30 of these things it's a restricted supply to me but that's what they love though no i know but to me that's you know what i mean that's that, why people buy a bentley it's not better than any other car per se but it's just like oh there's number. only or there's it's only like i made. want i want this mickey mantle uh baseball card for 10 right, million because yeah, i'm not even, i'm not even gonna see it i'm just gonna put it over there but it's like i could tell people that well to me that would be an argument this would be an argument where these things shouldn't have owners like they Whoa. should be owned Whoa. by the no, but they should be owned by the city. Like they should, like it doesn't. It, the downside of monopoly, and if you like make it run by a city, it might be inefficient. Who cares if they're inefficient? Like who cares if they're not run optimally? It's this is like a public good. This is like yeah. the city has a team, <clears throat> like Green Bay. The, yeah, exactly. Like Green, Green Bay. Bay like it, it, it. Like these things should be owned by, um, you know, in some public way by the cities themselves. By like, like the, Rick Caruso. Uh, who's Rick Caruso? Who's he's that? running for for mayor of uh, Los oh. Angeles. No, I mean like it's nah, some nah. you know whatever. I don't know how it works, but you know it would. I don't know how it works, but it just to me the ownership structure seems all off to me. Like because the owners because another thing is like you want to look at like the value creation and like owners are not creating any value. Like the owners are not like you know you have this owner who owns the team. They get a massive amount of money, right? They get whatever fifty percent of the income but they're of the revenue generated, but they're not creating any value. It's like, oh, you could say, okay, maybe this owner like runs the team well or something, but like maybe, but it doesn't really matter. Like there's only 30 teams, like one team's going to win. Like, you know, it's it, it, like, you know, you're, you're still, you're still going to have the same public pride in a team. Um, I would say the only time it does matter is when you have a guy with, I think like Steve Ballmer, like Ballmer. Yeah. Who has so much money <clears throat> and just loves the sport so much that he is right. going to say, this is a garbage franchise. I'm going to build its own brand. I'm going to build its own stadium. I'm going to like try to change this whole thing where the, you took a bad team and tried to make it something. Uh, and you had the true. money to do it. You had the money he, to do it where you're like, he cares so much. He cares so much about the yeah. team that he will invest more than a regular there, person there. He's actually creating value where he's like raising the profile of the team. He's like making this cool stadium. Yeah. So he, yeah, there yeah. he is creating value, but like, but that's, that's the exception. Yeah. Like the, but the Pacers owner, like is the, you know, if somebody else owns the Pacers, it's like a replacement level. It's like the league yeah. doesn't generate more revenue. Um, o- over time, the league's not more popular because we had this owner versus that owner. Like Balmer maybe does make a difference and Lake up for the Warriors maybe also makes yeah, a difference. But, made a difference. But, um, in general, the value they extract, like the value that they they get, the revenue that they that they get, is way out of whack with the uh, with the value that they create. Whereas, oh yeah, with a LeBron James, it's like the money he gets paid is equal to or actually less than the value he creates, like the amount of attention he draws, yeah. um, the amount of wins he garners for his team, that sort of stuff. So, to me, it's like looking at the Sarver situation. It just reflects that there is something kind of like fundamentally amiss with how these teams are allocated and that there's a monopoly situation where there's 30 teams that are shielded from competition. Um, and it's just, this is, you know, there's something not right about it. You know, what would be a great study is like, how much is James Dolan costing the Knicks and the league? Like, let's say, right. 
Yeah, let's you say get, if you didn't if you didn't have James Olin, let's say you had a right. smart owner, right? Right. A very, you know, maybe like a Joe Lacob, right? Obviously, you know, has a lot of help, of course, right? Steph's really the reason why. But yeah. Let's say you had one that wasn't James Olin in the New York market. Yeah. How much money would they right. provide? How much bigger are the Knicks? You know, how yeah. much bigger? How much? Play- how much money? How much bigger are the playoff ratings? Exactly. If you, they just went to the playoffs assign, every year. If you just assign like the Knicks, like may, just assume they're average, and then they have some variance on the average. Yeah. No. Wow. I don't know. Oh, briefly, I, I got to get some takes in, John. Oh, let's do it. I never, I never got the takes in for the Donovan for the Donovan Mitchell trade. Oh yes. I'm gonna get these takes on record. Oh, good. Good. Lo- good. Lose, lose trade. Massive L's on both sides. Wow. Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz L. Okay. Here's why. Pride goeth before the fall. Mm. Here's the here's the offer from uh, the Knicks for uh, Donovan Mitchell that we have reported. R.J. Barrett quickly two unprotected picks, two pick swaps, two seconds. Mm, that offer sounds a lot better than Cleveland's offer. Why didn't they take it? Because they were mad at the Knicks. They didn't even go back to the Knicks. After Cleveland made it their offer, they never went back to the Knicks to have the Knicks counter. Why? Because they were mad at the Knicks and they wanted to screw the Knicks over. So massive L. You could have got a better deal. You didn't get a better deal because you were worried about your pride and how you thought mm. the Knicks weren't treating you well. So massive L from the Jazz. They could have got a better deal. They didn't get a better deal. They got the Cleveland deal. Colin Sexton it might be better than R.J. Baird. Who knows? No, no. I just, I just said that no. for Dave. I just said I that for Dave. Those three firsts by the Cavs are not going to be better than that Knicks two first. And oh, by the way, at the beginning of the talks, at the beginning of the talks, the rumor was that the Knicks deal was Barrett, Toppin, Mitchell Robinson, and three picks, three unprotected picks. That's a way better deal than what they ended, ended up getting. Um, yeah, you so, have to see. Yeah, you know, you know how this. We'll is. see. These, hey, well, by the way, but but yeah. I think Evan Mobley is generational talent. I think Evan yeah. Mobley is. You know, people saying he's the next Tim Duncan. Oh, don't go too far. He's the next Tim Duncan. Well, okay. Well, I don't know what you want me to say. Evan Mobley will be a top five player in the league. Yeah. And top players with top five teams, it doesn't matter how bad the supported cast is. That Those teams win. Look at Luka Dantich. Like, he's a top five player. His team's garbage. Like, the team around him is utter garbage. Utterly mismanaged, uh, the, the Mavs, right? They still win. They're still in the playoffs every year. So your your Cleveland Cavs picks that you got from, that you got from the Mitchell trade are not going to be good. So, Jazz L, Cavs L, Massive L. Donovan Mitchell's not that dude. Donovan Mitchell's Whoa. not taking you to the mountaintop. He's not moving you from the middle of the pack. Here's where he's moving you. He's moving you from the six seed to the four seed. Okay, he's not changing your title odds. So what are you doing? You already were a playoff team. You already were good, and now you just tied yourself up for the next whatever however many years with the you know with Mitchell. This is your team now. Not good enough to win a title. He's not that dude. You uh whatever you 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 emptied your whatever you emptied your clip at the wrong time um on on the Cavs should have kept the powder dry and gone for uh gone gone for some other star later on, um so I understand you're the Cavs and I understand it's hard to get talent but this was not the dude to go for so massive L from the Cavs. This is where I disagree with you. <clears throat> if I I agree with you that Donovan isn't the dude, but if. Evan Mobley is the dude. I think Donovan Mitchell can be your second or third guy. Because Darius Garland might be better than, I don't know. I would say Mitchell's definitely better than Garland now. But if Mitchell is your third guy, I think that's good enough. 
Because if, you if Mobley's your one, your, Garland's yeah, but, your two, then Donovan does provide a lot of stuff. It's a very, uh, he, it's not a team, it's not an A1 guy or 1A guy, but when you just need buckets, he's a bucket getter. That's the problem, though, is he doesn't want to be 1B, 1C. He doesn't want to be. Uh, oops, here goes my mic again. Oh my Hold God. on. My mic came back. Takes too, take, no, back. Takes too hot. On. Takes too hot. Is my mic back? Is my mic back? Yeah, you're back. You're back. Okay. You're back, baby. Mitchell, he's not going to want to be that guy. He's going to, uh, he's not going to take it. He's not going to be the third banana on that team. And he doesn't mesh well. He's bad defense. He doesn't mesh well with uh, another bad defender in the backcourt with Garland. But you got Mobley back there. No, you know, but here's the other thing. Mitchell is going to go to practice with Evan Mobley and realize I'm not the guy. Mm. He's going to look, he's going to see Mobley and be like, yeah, you're right. That That guy's that. No, nobody ever, nobody was ever like, I'm not the guy. So, hey, but you know. Here's the thing, you know. Even though you might say you don't know, you know. Kobe knew Shaq was the guy. He didn't mm-hmm. at, at the time he was like, no, no, I'm the guy, I'm the guy. But he knew that Shaq was the guy. He well, admitted it later in life. He's like, that's the guy. As somebody who watched Kobe airball a bunch of threes in the '96 playoffs uh, and refused to pass to Shaq, uh, I don't know if Kobe knew that. So. Hey, it happens for a little bit, but you also win a bunch of championships. I don't know. I, I'm i not – I don't know why people are so down on Donovan Mitchell. I mean, it gets buckets. Yeah. He should have been right. Rookie of the Year over Ben Simmons, we'll that fraud. <laughs> That's another thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I listened to that pod. Did you listen to that pod? I didn't listen to the pod. Ben Simmons went on the J.J. Redick pod. I, you know, come on. I'm Only a to, year and a half late. I'm not trying – to just put the most horrible people into my earbuds. So I this was the one pod I listened to at 1.5 speed. I listened mm. to it last night because I wanted to listen to it to talk about it on here. And um, those are no, yeah, he went on the JJ Reddit pod. I will say he was pretty open. I will, I will give him credit for that. He did, he did talk about everything. I don't believe anything he said, <laughs> but it, but it wasn't a pure like fluff piece. You know what okay. I mean? Like JJ asked him about, you know the series and things like that and what was going on. Um, and obviously JJ can't be like hard on him. Um, but yeah, it seems like Ben Simmons still pretty clueless. And then um, Austin uh, Rivers was on, on the Instagram. Right. Talking about him saying like, if, if you guys only knew mm-hmm. and, and I agree, Ben Simmons whole thing was like, Oh, you know, I, he just was like pretending like and the best the thing about the Ben Simmons situation is the whole time he's just like you know they ask him like oh like why don't you shoot threes or like was that an issue blah 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 and all that so he goes yeah but they don't they don't uh they don't count all the other stuff I do I'm a good basketball player they don't count they don't they always uh underrate all the other stuff I do how smart I am on the court that that's just basketball it's like bro shooting is basketball it is literally the most important thing you can do oh, on a court. And you are just pretending like you don't have to do it and just still to this day saying, oh, you just don't appreciate me. Like, or you could just be like, yo, man, I came in the league. I wasn't a great shooter. I'm working on it. And it's something I'm going to work on forever. And I'm going to surprise a lot of people this year because I've been working hard in the off season and let's go. No, he didn't yeah. say that. No. He did the same thing. It was like they didn't even bring this up. They're like, oh, the press conference. I didn't even know why it was a big deal. Why it was a big deal? Because when you got asked about it, you go, how many assists did I have? That's literally your response. Show me the sheet of how many assists I had. Like, bro, you fucking lost the game. I know. 
You guys game. lost the game. It was a playoff game. You lost it. Against, and you, against, and you didn't shoot. You did not score any points in the second half. You did not you, take a single shot in the fourth quarter. And your answer in front of the world was, but how many assists I have? Like, get the fuck out of here, you bum. Dude, you not only did you lose, you lost the game against the fraudulent, Ooh. later exposed as fraudulent Atlanta Hawks. They're not even a playoff team the next year. This team was a bunch of frauds. You lost Terrible. the game, too. You Terrible. didn't lose against the Bucks. You didn't lose to the Celtics. You lost no. to the Hawks. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. There I mean, goes. like, what are the... Take the under. Can I take... Can too. I be the PR for everyone? Do you uh, Also, did you see Sarver's PR letter? No, yeah. Just, you gotta... Look, all these owners, just don't say anything. Just he, don't say anything. It is... No, I would say the opposite. It is a perfect time. Robert Sarver could have perfectly manipulated the whole thing to be a sympathetic character. And instead he decided to, to, that's, to a, that's a tall, that's a tall task. I could do it. I, I don't know how I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. Mm. It's easy. You just go, Hey, Hey guys, some stuff came out that I'm not proud of that happened in the past. Um, unfortunately, I love this team and the city of Phoenix so much that I've become a distraction. And the best way is for me to step away and continue my charity work and continue to make Phoenix a world-class city um, and the charities I run. And I'm going to focus on that because in life, that stuff is more important than just being the owner of a team. I, I look forward to the next chapter of my life. And once again, sorry for anyone I've hurt years ago. Right. Done. Everyone be like, damn, look at him. Look at that Poor Christian guy. man. Poor guy. Donating. Yeah, he's he left the team to do charity work. And this distraction yeah. was hurting the, the poor people he was trying to, to right. help. No, yeah. instead he goes, in this climate where you can't be forgiven, like what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Shut up. It is the mm. easiest layup. It is the easiest layup. He just said, Look, this is a distraction from my real mission. Mm. My what real an idiot. Mission. What an idiot. That's why I was well, said, I mean, Look, I think, hey, I, I made think, a mistake. I, I spun around. I, think, I did the wrong thing. I think, uh, I think, I think we're kind of shown, you know, in both these situations, Simmons and Sarver. I mean, these people have zero self awareness. Yes, like you're absolutely. you're asking them to be people that they're not. Like they've exactly. shown us time and time again that they have no self awareness, no idea like how None. their actions are construed. Um, you have no idea why people are actually criticizing them, and so because um, yeah. they got yes men. You know, they're surrounded by yes men. Yeah, I'm exactly. gonna, should I start a consultant firm called No Man? You should. This is no great. Man. This is great. I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm googling it right now. Look, Google. Here's the thing. A good marriage. A good marriage is a no man. A good marriage is the other partner when the other partner's getting a little crazy, getting a little off. They say, "Hold on. What, you know what are you doing? You know that's what a good marriage is. A good marriage should be a no man. Unfortunately, some of us are not. You know we don't have a good marriage. And so yeah, we need the service of a no man. Who I mean, just says. No man. And that's it. What are you no doing? Man. You know what a good no man is? A good no man is this podcast. You and Dave are basically my no man. Come to think of it. <laughs> come to think of it. I don't have a yes man in my life. I need a yes man. I need someone. Nobody's telling me yes ever. No one's, everyone's just telling me no all the time. My wife's just a no telling man. You, no. you two are no man. My son's a no man. I need a yes man. You're both service. What, what do you need? You need a no man? You need a yes I, man. Oh, we'll okay. So, so I'm both. Either one. Okay. So, hey, so if you're, you're successful... I tell you no when you're doing something wrong. Right. If you're poor, but if you're, but if you're, you're a loser, you're a loser. We I hype you. Yes, man. We get someone who's like, up. yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll be like, okay, hey, Matt. You know what? Legos are great. 
You should. Where's I got some Legos around here. Oh no. Um, okay. Now I'm back to no man. I'm back to right. no man. Oh, this we, is, you we, know what? It's probably not the the cost for being a yes man is probably I, I would Should we end the uh, should we end the pod? Do we do do we briefly shout out some beefs or do you wanna do you have anything else? Because it looks like yeah. it looks to me like you're getting signals from your no man to that you may Oh no, my go. uh she just had to take off. Okay. No, right. or I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, no. I would do that'd be my consultant firm. All right, there we go. I'd just be yes, like, yo, man. no, 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 don't do that. Yeah. All right. Like Doc Rivers, he got he got caught. He did it right. He got caught liking a lot. Didn't he claim didn't he claim that it was a he got hacked though? And it probably was. It it seems like the evidence out there was that. He oh, really? It. it was a hack. Sounds like think, a weird I hack. I no, that happens a lot. You know, you you get you know. No, but I think it's hackers. Like, hackers do what they did to Genie Bus. Like the hackers hacked Genie Bus, and then they tried to sell Playstations. Right? They tried to make some money. You don't hack an account and like like porn accounts. Like that seems like a weird. Well, like, wouldn't you do that if you're trying to like if you're the porn company that I made does that? Right? Seems kind of like, weird. I, didn't he didn't he like a Seth Curry thing like in the middle of the session? Oh really? I don't know. I haven't actually. Like, I would say I didn't, I didn't really I didn't do a read, deep dive. I didn't, I didn't do a deep dive either. I just read somewhere that he like was liking. The, I didn't even look at the porn. Apparently the porn's like weird or whatever. I don't know. That's so what I mean. He was it's like almost like Seth. too much. And then he like yeah, exactly. It's like I don't need to know. Like I don't care. Like I don't yeah. you know whatever. Yeah, if I was Doc Rivers, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I was just you know just. Get, I just throwing some beats, man. Come on. Hey, man. Just I, I was supporting small businesses. I was, I was encouraging entrepreneurs. I would, I would, I would young be like, women making a living. I would be like, if any man wants to criticize me, let me follow you around for a month with a camera, and we will see what you get up to on your browser. All right. So if here, anybody here, wants to take that bet, you know, that's what I would say if I was done. Okay. We all, well, no, no was, man consulting would say, uh, "Hey, Matt, don't do that." What? <laughs> I would say don't do that, man. I feel like that's a uh, that'd that's, be my. Uh, oh, you're, are you saying I would, no, say, man, I would like, say my Doc Rivers message would be like, yes, I am a porn enjoyer. That's what I would say. I would, I would say stuck. no, man. I'd say no, man. Yeah, you that'd be like my consultant. I'd be now. Nah, oh, see, the better say, the better solution is be this like, is why hacked. you don't have yes men because you have fucking hacked. terrible takes. You but a better takes. a better a better defense is I was hacked. Like, come on. Yes, I'd be like, we know we weren't. We know he did this. He was like, come on, guys. Really, you think this is true? Come on, you all, you all know me. This ain't this is this some this is some computer thing that happened. And most of the people were like, "Damn, you're right." No, that was, no, that was a computer no, thing. Like, you know how I'm that like, be? Like, you I'm know like, how that be? I'm like you, like 99.9 percent of men were looking at porn on the internet. That'd be, I, that's my that was my reaction. And I was like, nah, "I don't care." He did it right. He did it right. He was like, "You guys really think I'm that dumb?" He's like, "Of course, someone got my password." Yes, and you're that some, dumb. You're Doc Rivers. Pro- you make nah, boneheaded see, he mistakes did that. in the he did playoffs. That. He was smart. He he did it. That was the right move. Well. That's that was the right That's move. The right move. That's he walked right, right into it and said, "You think I? You think I would do that? You think I'm that dumb?" And everyone's like, "Damn, you're right, Doc." You, I think I don't I think, think the, you're that dumb. I, no, no. I think no one believed him. I think everyone was like, no one believed him, and no one cared because what he did was like, you know, whatever. Look at porn, and no but one that's cares. what I mean. That's why it worked. But I would just say, I would just say that what's un- if what you if we had done what you said, like, oh, everyone looks, and it's like, okay, now we're opening conversations. Like, does everyone look at porn now? Dude's got to talk to their wives. Now you're on. Sports Center talking with Malika Andrews and talking about Tim McMenamin and all you no know more. and it's like a whole it's a whole thing hey, you don't want to do all that no no it. you just go come on this didn't happen what's we up know, let's go golf all, let's go golf the, we all know what the most popular websites are we all know you know so it's like anyways let's just like let's not let's not pretend let's not have like rank hypocrisy we all know we all do I know this. that but I man you think he was out there liking things like that I do you think so. 
Like Bill Walton or uh, Luke Walton, was it Luke? Was one of the was it Walton who was like, no, no, Kurt Rambis is who I'm thinking of, who was like doing something similar. They don't know how it works. Of course, he that's doesn't know true. How that is true. He's, my he's on his phone. He's on his phone. One hand Just, firmly. Oh firmly God. Wrapped. Okay. No man. Firmly. No man. No man. No man. Go. No man. <laughs> No man consulted. Firmly, stop. Stop. Firmly gripping. The investigation is done. Doc. One year. One year suspension. One other hand scrolling through. Little Doc. Austin, Austin Rivers. Oh no. Austin. The 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 source of Austin Rivers. The font of Austin Rivers is uh, life. Um, he's, he's with his other hand. He's scrolling through his phone and he's hitting likes. Oh, well, oh yeah. I'm into this. Uh, into yeah. this. Into this. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's a, ooh, oh it's yeah. A, it's a, it's a it's a tweet about Seth Curry, my son-in-law. Mm, I oh, like that too. Oh, That's good. Oh, Seth, but get that Seth, out of way there. better than Austin. Get out of there. Oh, get out yeah, of there. We don't we don't need that coming into the mind space when I'm doing my deeds. So then it keeps going. <laughs> coming in the mind space while I'm doing my deeds. Oh my you god, no man, Seth no Curry man, out there. Last no thing, man. Last thing. That's why. That's probably why he had to like so many because. He got all there was the he got all reset after he saw Seth Curry's hangdog face. He was like, oh, 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 I got to get this out. I got to get this out. I got to. Wow. That's the way he had to get. He had to, like, go to, like, you know, stranger and stranger porn to, like, you know, (laughs) to get that out. He had to to go deeper. He had to get weird. He had to to chase the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Because after after Seth Curry, he had like, oh, man, I got I have to really get something shocking to get. It's like when you get dunked bad, you need to, like, you got to. Yeah. You just got to do whatever. Never, never been dumped bad. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. But, well, I mean, I'm sure it'll, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have sources. Sources say that so, uh, it's coming. Oh, yeah. Trust yeah. me. Any day Trust now. Me. Any, day. any day now. Any day. All right. Briefly, briefly. Shout out to Beefs. Do you have any shout outs to Beefs? Uh, I, I just want to shout any. out uh, Nia Long. What's up, girl? Oh, that's What's right. We're supposed to get Nia Long. Let's get at her. Did you see the the one dude, the like New York councilman? No. Oh, that was one of the greatest. Like things. a like a Neil Long. Oh no no no! Here, keep talking. I'm gonna find it. Here it is. Jamal Bowman, uh, congressman for New York 16, uh, sending nothing but love to Neil Long. We're not letting a man who didn't recognize the luxury her presence was dim all her beauty and glory. Matter of fact, we need a Neil Long national holiday, and then posted a picture of her. On oh, Twitter wow. from his official account. Wow, thirsty, thirsty on Maine. He said the next tweet, "Haha, y'all hilarious. Y'all do know it's okay for a man to show a woman love and support her support without shooting his shot. That's actually a thing." And it's like, brother, you said we need. She needs a uh, national need a holiday. National <laughs> holiday. <laughs> I'm gonna go. No man consultant says, "No man, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Of, stay out of that. That's stay a, out that's, of you stay out of that. that Whatever. Don't you stay do out that. Of that. Don't do that. Um, don't do that. I don't know." Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Nia, if you, if you need a man that uh, loves sports, I love sports. Uh, a man that, you know, hates the Boston Celtics, right? I'm there mm-hmm. for you. And what's, what's always the most, what is always the most nerve wracking part of meeting a new person and starting to date, Matt? I mean, it's been a while for you. It's been like 50 years for you, but I don't know nothing. It, it's it's the sex, right? Because mm. you're like, wow, what if what if I'm not good? What if this is this is bad? Or what if this person stinks? Yeah, yeah. What if what if this person's bad? Like, the, you know, you know, it's the best and worst part of it. Here's the thing, Nia. I'm married. Mm. I can't have sex with you. Right. So so that all that part is gone. 
Right. We would just be like really good friends and mm-hmm. like watch the movie Friday a lot. Mm. And so, you know, and I'm probably there for you if you need it. I would say, Neil Long, if you're interested in someone who's physically incapable of having a consensual affair, mm. that would be go with me. That'd be it. Go with you. Nobody's wanting to have a consensual affair with me. None. So, wow. No it's danger. almost like the scarcity of owning an NBA team. <laughs> yeah, if you, you could be one of one of the the only people in the entire world that is into Matt Hill. Right. Wow. Elite. What an exclusive elite exclusive company. Elite. Yeah. I he has a 10 year old son. You got a lot of Legos he's laying only around. Five. He's not 10. He's five. I thought he's 10. Okay. Yeah. Five. What? Say. Super exclusive. Even my wife doesn't like me. You could be the first woman to. No, I'm saying actually... Nia has a kid that's 10. Oh, she has a kid that's 10. Oh, that yeah. Probably plays with Legos. Oh, yeah. Come on over. Come on. We've got a whole, whole, whole bins, bins full of Lego parts. Oh, yeah. Organized, right. well organized. I'll briefly beef with. Um... You did you watch the last season of Better Call Saul? I didn't. I did not watch that show. Oh, okay. I heard. I great. finally I heard some. I, I was sick, so I was like, oh, mm. "I'm sick. Let me catch up on Better Call Saul." I watched the last two seasons. Mm. Eh. No, really, not up to the standards of that show or Breaking Bad. In my opinion, I thought there was a lot of clunky, hacky stuff. So, but it was the show good overall. Were you watching the other seasons? Because people love that show. I was enjoying it. I think the first four seasons. I these mm. last two seasons. I think it. The I thought the writing was kind of hack in places. Okay. Um, the show is still top notch in terms of like acting, cinematography, mm. direction. So like everything is like at like an A plus. Got it. Um, and so I think people sort of got tricked into thinking like, oh, it's like still prestige without noticing that. Oh man, some of these like scenes are clunky, and these like there's whole plots that are like. I don't know, they feel like hack, like something out of an mm. 80s movie, like literally something out of an 80s movie. And then there's like one big showdown between one of the between the Gus Fring character that's like to me it was like completely not set up and completely just like a cop out. So Got anyways. It. So and, so the episode where they're all um in high school uh at detention. You joke. You joke, but literal plot line is, ooh, there's an evil real estate developer trying to take this house from this 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 guy. And it's like, that's like the plot of every single 80s movie guy. Oh. Like the commando. So heck. Wow. So, and then um, there's scene. I, I, I challenge people to watch the scene with, I guess, spoiler alert. Um, there's a scene where Walter White comes back. Like the, oh, there's a scene with Walter White. Okay. Dude, that scene is so bad, so poorly written. It feels like just a complete fan service, total fan service. Mm. Walter White, Jesse Pinkman, they're playing like caricatures of those characters. Oh, and it's funny. like, it's just like, yeah, it's it's bad. It was a bad scene. And there's no reason for it. Anyways. I watched- Ethan the, with Better Call Saul. Okay. I watched a uh, shout out to, there's a new uh, CCR movie documentary. Host, uh, narrated by Jeff Bridges. Ooh. Very good. Watch it last night. It's unreleased concert footage um, when they were at the height of their powers. Mm, I love the music. Was CC- good. Are you a CCR fan? Of course. They're so okay. good. Love them. They're an actual my good band. Not like any actually band from the 90s. Band. Actually great band. Um, they, I didn't realize like how big they were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But basically they were, they topped the Beatles on the charts. Oh, like they were oh. that big. 
And this picks up right after the Beatles basically retired. And they were on a tour in London. So it's kind of like that dramatic where they were like, will they be the next big thing? And so they have all this concert footage from it. Jeff Bridges narr uh, narrates it. And then um, it's also interesting because they do a little documentary leading up to the concert about the band. And it's really great. It's really good. Um, yeah. It, and the funny thing is, I didn't realize this is they're from San Francisco. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I assume, I assume they're I, from I will like, say, I thought they're from like the South or something. South, because they yeah. sing all songs about Memphis and the Delta and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, and like they sort of have that sound. You kind of, I will say this, they kind of touch on it, but you're kind of like, oh, maybe I didn't want to learn all this stuff. Like, were they really, or were they more like kind of like an Elvis Presley thing where they were just like singing covers right. of black musicians and then that's how yeah. they got famous? They, they address that a little. But I will also say that, yo, Fogarty's voice is so damn good. Right. Sometimes, sometimes they kind of like. Right. That was good. They kind of, they kind of did. But it's funny. No, they're just like hippies from San Francisco, and then they hmm. end up singing about like the South. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. It's pretty great. Great documentary. You should watch it. Just blast it. It's, it's is it what 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 service? Netflix. Is it? Netflix. Oh, okay. All right. Really great. Just came out like I think like yesterday. Um, it's really good. Uh, I'm also watching uh, Andor, the new Star Wars show. Uh, I heard that's good. It's really good. It's a little confusing for me. We had to like rewatch the first episode twice and mm. probably need to rewatch the second episode because like it takes place before Rogue One. And I would say unless you're like really up to the Star Wars world, you kind of need a little refresher because right. you're like, wait, who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy? I'm out but on one, all that stuff. I'm out on all the Marvel and stuff. I don't watch any of that stuff. So, uh, but this one's good. Star Wars yeah. sometimes when they do when they stay away from their like main storylines, it gets really good because it's just I heard a the, good world. I heard the Mandalorian is good, but I still have I have no interest. I just have zero interest in like after after that recent trilogy. I was just I'm just out on Star Wars. But like, see again, just... but like that the Obi Wan show anything that is connected to the old crew is bad. Right, but like, even but even Rogue One, I didn't like Rogue One. I you didn't Rogue like Rogue One? Like, that Rogue One was kind of trash. So. Oh, that's the best one. I yeah. think that's like the. I best mean, yeah, Star it's Wars. like the best one of the new ones. It's still kind of a mess to me. Oh, but. I don't think. I think it's like. I think it would probably go original trilogy. Maybe Mandalorian, then Rogue One. Hmm. As far as the three things that actually matter. Oh, it's just too much. It's too much. I got too much other stuff. That's a lot. Feel like, it's a lot. I don't feel like investing in. You we know, watched all the new. Stuff. We watched the new Thor movie that was not good. Oh, I heard it. Was, I heard it's awful. It's yeah. awful, and it sucks because like it shouldn't be that bad. Well, I'm a longtime Taika Waititi hater, which is also a very nobody. I'm a, I'm on island. I just I, I don't think he's any good. I don't think I, I have never seen anything from him that I thought was good. And the stuff that people like, I don't like, which I know makes me a massive minority. Like, what's uh, his best stuff? Like the the thing is that the the nerds like the most is what we do in the shadows, which I oh, yeah, found yeah. not funny at all. Um, both the I movie love those and guys, but don't they kind of like beef with them? I can't tell if their beef is serious or no. Not. But um, I think Jermaine Clement, the actor, is like hilarious. I think he's like so funny. Um, the guy from Flight of the Concords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, love him, but like all of. 
Taika stuff, I've never liked. I've never seen anything that about all his the episodes he directed of Flight of the Concords are all the worst episodes in my opinion. Didn't like what we do in the shadows, which everyone loves. I know I'm in the minority on that, and I think that's all I've seen of his actually. But see, that's um, the thing. Oh, I and think... then I saw I saw his I saw his first Thor movie, which I thought was wildly overrated. So yeah, well, I think that's the thing is that Jermaine from was complaining online that Taika doesn't do a lot of stuff. Like he didn't come on set and shoot any of the like the like what we do in the shadows stuff. Hmm. Yeah. But Flight of the Concords, those guys, legends. Oh, so good. So I, was, good. I had to do a photo sort shoot. Of, what's so what's what's very interesting is their their mindset. The Flight of the Concords mindset was they were they were huge, right? Like mm-hmm. whatever that was, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, uh. whenever it was, huge. And they were just like, it's enough. They didn't really, didn't seem like they did much else. They were just happy to be in New Zealand and sort of like famous for New Zealand. And they didn't really want to parlay it into anything else. They were just sort of happy kind of staying down there doing their thing. It seemed like to me, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they tried to do Hollywood stuff and like it didn't work, but. Yeah, they're so good. I remember uh, I had to do a photo shoot and uh, I just kept thinking like, my joke is you should be a part-time model. Right. But don't quit yeah. your day job. But don't yeah, quit yeah, your day job. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, whatever yeah. you do, don't look at Just a part-time model. Right. <laughs> uh, check out Flight of the Concords. So uh, anything else? Any other shout-outs and beefs? No. No. I don't know. I don't shout know. out we'll my, my Philadelphia Eagles. Shout out my Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts looking good. Mm. Um, when am I going to Thailand? I'm going tomorrow. tomorrow. Fuck. I should, pack. I should get that figured out. I am well, not prepared for any of it. I hope you have a good time. I assume you're going to the village. Yeah, we're going to do a week up north uh, with my mom. And then uh, my wife's going to join us in Bangkok for a week. And then, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Then I come back and some college football, then the World Cup. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. seven weeks in Qatar. Qatar, I think it's Qatar. Nice, but whatever. Yeah, it Can't show. Uh... Wait, are you going to Qatar for seven weeks? Yeah. You're going to be in Qatar for seven weeks? I don't know if it's seven weeks. Maybe it's like five, I think. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of um, cool. I, I'm i curious. It is. I, so we are very in, excited for it. We are very excited for it. you're in a place it. for that long, I feel like you start to actually get to know the place. Even, even if the place is bad, it's always good to like know, you know, know, get to know like what another place is like. So. Yeah, I, w- I would say that I'm very, look, I'm very, very excited for it. I think it's going to be experience of a lifetime. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I can't say what I'm doing yet, but I should be ha- I should be having the fun job of going with a talent and basically videotaping them at every game. So wow. I think I'm going to have one hell of a run. It's going to be a lot of work because that talent has like to do the TV hits in LA. So we have to be like up, up till 3 a.m. every day producing right. stuff for him so that'll be crazy also, isn't there like no alcohol there isn't it isn't like harder to get alcohol so I, that was the thing we had the uh the training session right and it is quite wild some of the rules the of that country okay oh some of the rules uh this is this goes to the and i i'm on your side with this too man we're agreeing too much is the uh um you know people talk trash about america all the time it's like wow oh, tr- ch- ch- check out another country Please, everybody who talks trash about go to any any I don't care what country it is. Go to yeah. any other country. I've been to so many of them. 
there are good things and bad things about every country and there are good yep. things and bad things about the US. And But whatever it is, it will give you a different perspective to realize what those good things are. Yes. That's, and I had a conversation with a friend at a party the other day where she was like, oh, this country is like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, go to other countries. Check Have it out. Have been to another one? Just go. Just go. You know, how about this? Just just look at the news of other countries. Even one, even one of your favorite ones, even the uh, ones you think are super good, like a Northern European country. Go there. Hmm. Yeah, Where did you cho- chose Northern European, Matt? I don't know. What's that I'm just say saying, like, like the, the one of the good people, ones, huh, Matt? Hey, well, what no, are you no, saying? No, what are you saying, Matt? Hold those what up as like people hold uh, those who, up. What people? The people in your group chats? No, uh, the people no, in the no, no. your proud boys. Your, your, the, uh, no, no, no. The people that hate the people that hate the U.S., which is usually progressives. Progressives always they love, love yeah, they, they love, love the Northern Europeans. Like, and yeah. it's like, go to those countries, see how the immigrants are actually treated in those countries. Exactly, that's the other thing. Go too. to those that's countries, the... or or read a couple of papers and look at look at what economic mobility actually looks like in those countries. It's not as good as you think. Yeah, exactly. And also, by the way, go to those countries, and you will realize it's nighttime for almost the entire winter. That basically <laughs> for six to eight months out of the year, all you can do is sit in your house and drink. That's yeah. the only activity you can do. So. <laughs> Yeah, again, there are good things and bad things about every country. I'm not saying we should adopt certain practices yes, from those of countries. Course, of but course. like, you know, it's not, you know, every time you travel somewhere, you appreciate something about the place and you appreciate something about back home. So yeah, yeah. There's some interesting so you can um of that area, which when we saw the map, I was like, ooh, oh, this is a this is a rough area. The the surrounding countries are uh ooh, ooh, volatile. Ooh. Very well, volatile. I'm also Cutter, uh, you know, doesn't have the best human rights record. Does not have the best human rights record, but compared to the the your neighbors, <laughs> you're, you're goddamn saint. You're the goddamn. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like we're, we're we're talking like ooh. Um, they do allow alcohol, but right. only at established like hotel restaurants and bars and things. There's certain places that you can get alcohol at. And for FIFA, they have opened it up. There's like before the game and after the game, there's a fan zone that you can drink at, but you can't drink in the stadium. So they're opening it up. I think they're going to run out of alcohol in probably one week. I really do. I think they're just going to be completely out of alcohol in one week. They have no idea what's coming. Um, Hmm. They have like 300,000 like hotel rooms and places to rent. And they think like a million people are coming. It's going to, it's going to be crazy. It's almost um, like it's almost like maybe this wasn't the best place to have hmm, the world. Almost, Cup. almost. It's almost like maybe when you have something that's a monopoly like the IOC, it just inherently leads to corruption, corruption, and, and, and oh, inefficiency. And monopolies of any kind are hmm. bad. I would almost say that. I would almost say yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it sounds like maybe this is not the best place for the World Cup. Yeah. Um, also, there's. I mean, they're definitely like as as, and if you are following the news and seeing what's going on in places like Iran and stuff, I think I think. Oh right, is, isn't it, Iran's like under like a lot of unrest right now, right? It's it's yeah. It's, I would say Qatar is not quite that. It's way better than that, you know, in relation. Uh, but little things like your shorts, you can't. You're not supposed to show your knees. Man, these people. Don't they know the only good body part I have are my legs? Yes. Come on. This is all I got. Yeah. It's old. It's the only thing that looks good on me. I'm legs. like, I, I, I'm like, what shorts am I bringing? There's nothing goes below. What I, I, I hey, went on hey. eBay and looked for Michigan gym shorts because I knew come they over, would go past my hey, knees. What you need to do is you need to come over to my house. My father-in-law will hook you up with. Oh, his he sarongs. got those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he has all the, the nice sarongs. 
which are very nice because they, uh, uh, as he explained to me, they get a lot of wind on your balls. Mm. And so mm-hmm. that's what you want. You want to you have, want, you want, you want, yeah, you want the ball, you want the balls to be cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the, uh, like your core. It's like, if that's the balls your core. are cold. You're, you're cool. good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's you got, that. You got sweaty balls. No, yep. Never good. No, no. Yeah. No, no, yeah. you don't want that. So, um, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, apparently, I can't hug people in public. That's a big thing. That might uh, not a, that's not would not be a problem for me. Yeah, exactly. You and this is a, this is great for you, Matt. So, um, yeah, so I can't. I might not be able to do that. I might end up in jail if I do that. Um, and yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Well, it sounds like we're not releasing a podcast for a long time. So, if you're going, I mean, to Thailand, there's, 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 you're going to Cutter. I mean, you guys can do it without me. <laughs> There's been nothing stopping Dave, for you Dave, guys from potting. Dave, Dave just adopted two kids, so yeah, uh, that's tough. two easy guests. There you go. That's Asking true. their opinions on uh, the Knicks. That's true. Well, I would imagine that Joe Borelli will demand to come on after he hears this episode. Oh God! To defend the '90s, so oh. I would imagine there will be at least one Borelli singing the praises. Of, I don't know, Midnight Oil, whatever, some terrible <laughs> '90s band. I'm trying to think. Oh, or Brian Lee. Brian Lee with the Yola Tango. Come up, get out of here oh, with this garbage Yola band. Yola Tango. Get the these are the freaking like nerd nerd bands that nobody actually listens to. I know. These Come are on, all ner- these are all nerd bands that just nerds talk to each other to. Imp- it's like a stat. It's status games. Mm. It's like let me find the worst music to listen to to tell people I listen to, so they know I'm a serious person. This is wow. all. That's that's what that is. That's wow. what the Yola Tango is. That's what the National is. That that band wow. is garbage. All I hear is freaking. Silver Lake Nurse telling me to listen to the National. Well, I wow. never, I never got through one minute of a National song. Wow. Garbage. Is Red so, Heart Chili Peppers considered a '90s band? Dude, it's t- they are a '90s band and they okay. are good. I will it's give t- them that. I will give them that. It's yeah. tough, and I will just say, yeah, they're whatever. They're exceptions to the rules. There's some exceptions. I would, I would say I would Red say, Hot. I love Red Hot Chili. That Blood, yep. Blood Sugar Sex Magic is such a goddamn good album. Very so hey, but Rip Rubin. Rick, that was a Rick Rubin. Was a Rick Rubin. So I say, okay. look, we're going to make an exception for the 90s hip hop. We're making an exception to the stuff Rick Rubin does. So Yeah. What else? Oh, Rage Against Machine. I do love them. No, they have one good song. In my what? Opinion, so. Nah, I'll give you Rage. I'll give you Rage. Killing in the Name of is like their only good song. And then all the oh, other songs are just. track. No, but they're all just different versions of Killing in the Name of. They all just sound exactly the same. So. Mm, I wouldn't say that. Eh, I like not Rage. A yeah. I'm trying to think. Who else? Pop music in the '90s was pretty good, though. Was it? Like who? In sync. Yeah, I would say that stuff. Spears. Yeah, that stuff still bangs. That holds up. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, mean, it's pop music. But but pop music. But but it wasn't. Well, the pop the pop music of the 1980s was Michael Jackson. So I mean, give me Michael Jackson and Prince over like over uh, over your Insyncs and your um and your uh, uh your Britney Spears. Ooh, so. you want? Oh, I can't. Shut. We can't end this take. The, the pop, on such the a pop hot, music hot, on such a hot take that I'm about the, to drop. Pop, give me a Kanye. Oh, oh your mic. Oh, I said Kanye. I might need. I mean, I said Kanye, and they cut the mic off. They took the cup of mic did. off. I said Kanye. They're no, about wait. I don't have. The, I can't do it to to Dave. But my Prince take is just too much. I won't. I won't. Oh, overrated. Yeah, he's definitely overrated. But okay, like, let's talk about. It. I don't like. I just don't care about Prince. He sounds no, like eighties. He just sounds I like I, a uh, bad synthesizer. I'm sorry. I 100 percent agree. I know he's a musical genius, but there's yes, like very yes, very few, mu- there, yes. There's very few Prince songs that I enjoy. So that I would say that he is yes he is one of the greatest musicians of all time great 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 and but I'm never like yo throw some Prince on 
And that people who are like, oh, you know what? Actually, Prince is better than Michael Jackson. It's like that's a hundred percent, hundred percent mood affiliation, like vibes. Where it's just like Prince is a cooler person. Obviously, Michael Jackson is problematic. So people are just like, I like the person Prince better than I like Michael Jackson. So then I'm going to transfer that to the music. Nobody listens to the music and is like, oh yeah, you know, this is better than this. Come on, dude. Michael Jackson, classic yeah. music, classic, classic. I just, I just find that all so much of Prince's stuff just sounds of that era and it doesn't no. transfer over. It's not not good. I mean, that's it's like, I don't like 80s music because it all just sounds like the, 80s music. It's good for the era, but I mean, like, it's not, it's not, some of it is timeless, but like, I mean, it's not. There's some pop music that's timeless, but yeah, I don't think I don't think Prince. Maybe some of his songs, but in general, it doesn't rise to that level. Man, we are going to get in so much trouble. Oh, but so much trouble! We I would definitely. If you told me right now, I could only listen to NSYNC or Prince for the rest of my life. I'm taking NSYNC. <laughs> I'm taking NSYNC. I'm just saying it. I'm saying bye, it right bye, now. Bye. Bye, 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 Prince. Get out of here. Ew, little Corvette. Get, whatever. Get, get out of here. Bye, bye, I would. Bye. I would rather. Bye, bye, bye. better. Better. Bye, 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 better. It slaps. I'm sorry. It's better. It's better you, than Prince. This would be the for the people the... who have listened for an hour and forty minutes to, just for us to ruin their lives. This is the best. This is. Uh, I will say, you know, I remember in college being in a bad relationship, putting on Bye 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 and just being so into it, like so into yeah, it. This is this is this this is the emotions I'm feeling right now. Yeah, exactly. I would I would hundred percent a hundred percent right now. If we're at a wedding and an NSYNC song comes on, I'm on the dance floor Damn. singing along, right, dancing. Right. If well, a Prince song comes on, I'm getting a on the Diet Coke. Depends. If it's Little Red Corvette, no, I'm not on. I'm not on. No, well, actually, Little Red Corvette's pretty good. I don't know. Mm. Trying to think of a bad Prince song that everyone likes. Oh, like 1999 or something. Like, <laughs> talk about a song that's literally dated. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, I would I would definitely go get a drink and watch like the three cool kids pretend right. like this is the greatest thing. Yeah, of no, all but time. you know what? You know what? They're not even going to be dancing. They're going to be trying to out nerd each other with Prince facts. Well, yeah. you know, Prince played all oh. these instruments. You know, he played oh. all the instruments on his first album. Oh, oh did you, you know? Did you see him play? You know, my guitar gently first... sweeps. Yeah. Oh, did you, you see know, that on YouTube? I'll send you. Oh, it. Yeah. He plays a guitar oh, solo. That, it's crazy. That is my favorite though. That I love that. I love that. I love that freaking. Oh, did you see but, that? Um, he played a guitar solo yeah, once. So it'll be the people pretending to dance, but whisp, but 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 just competing for status with each other with how oh, nerdy yeah. they are That's and there's always happens. like one or two people who weren't dancing that run on the floor being like yeah. oh my god and it's like yeah, yeah. see that's why yeah. i don't trust you because you couldn't yeah. dance to the good music if nsync and all these other jams weren't getting you dancing and you only dance to this crap that means it's on you right 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 yeah you put on billy jean people on the dance floor oh. that's all i'm saying that's all i'm ah. saying problematic or no billy jean Everyone Times. knew Michael Jackson was on 2020 saying that he sleeps in the same bed as random kids. <laughs> and people would be like, yo, man, but that music slaps. They didn't care. They did not yeah. care. They were everyone in the world was willing to overlook that. Right. That's how good he was. Yeah. Prince, though. Come on. Oh, I don't know. Oh. When doves cry. Get out of here. Doves cry fucking listening to your music. Instead of Britney Spears. Mm. All right, let's get out of here, John. It's like, we got to get out of it. They hate it's us. Like, they hate it's us. like two hours. two hours. We should release wow. this in like over the next three weeks in like three parts. Just to... <laughs> While I'm gone, edit this oh, into yeah. part one and part two. You're Basketball like a, this week and the, the music the other You're going to be like the person who got canceled on the plane. Remember that like lady who went to South Africa? She tweeted, oh, <laughs> she tweeted about South Africa. And then like... It, the. It,
Oh, <laughs> can't even get canceled because your mic keeps popping out. This is why we haven't potted for months because Matt hasn't figured out how to plug in his microphone. It, oh, but it only happens when yeah, I'm on the basic, podcast. I'm in my office hours on Zoom. I work on Zoom with this mic. It only happens on the podcast. I don't know what's going on. So, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, this anyway, is I'm going to come back from Thailand with eight thousand messages and probably, uh, probably. I might I might preemptively re re remove myself from the group chat for this episode. D Dave is instantly kicking me out. Yeah, but we should plan Joe's f funeral. I'm gonna call. We should, we should send Joe's family I'm gonna flowers out because Joe's gonna be in such a rage I'm gonna that he entitle, snaps. I'm gonna a title stick over the his head. I'm gonna title the episode "Insync is Better Than Prince." I'm <laughs> yes, I'm not even. Let's do it. I'm titling. They, they won't even know what's happening until now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Love All it. right, John. All right. Great. Always pod. lovely. Great always time. Lovely. Glad you're always, feeling better. Always, always good to have productive disagreements. Yes. But also agreeing uh, on how shitty this music is. I would say uh, I would say this was an important conversation. Especially for the times. Right now, and Matt's pod mic went out again, but in these trying times of of situations that's happening, this NBA offseason now is the time to heal. And I'm glad to that you did it. Yeah. All right. All right. Until next week. Until, keep open. Keep open.